Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. There's no question that the most popular general manager, one of the most popular of all time, maybe he is the most popular as well of all time, is Alex Anthopoulos. And... I'm asking you at 404-741-0929, is Anthopolis the best general manager in the history of Atlanta sports? Uh, Here's the thing about Alex Anthopolis. It's not just getting a team that he put together to win a World Series title, right? Because the Braves have always had a crap ton of talent, right? I mean, for the last... 30 years, 30-plus years, it's never been an issue of talent for the Atlanta Braves. It's been all kinds of other things. So it's not simply been that. But the couple of things that Alex Anthopoulos has done a masterful job of, obviously number one is making sure that a great team keeps its players to stay a great team, right? You know, there are guys, the Freddie Freeman, maybe Dansby, you know, there are guys that are going to come and go. But the idea of locking up your young core while you have the opportunity and being able to keep the main part of your roster together for years to come, you, you can't, I mean, how many teams really do that in, in any sport, right? Now, the other part is too, and, and this to me is the impressive part, about what Alex Anthopoulos has done. He has completely crushed the narrative that Liberty Media won't spend money. That he has changed. You know, we talked about Arthur Smith changing the culture. Alex Anthopoulos has changed the culture about what Liberty Media will or will not do when it comes to the Braves, right? And I've said for the last few years, I'm a go-for-it guy. You know, when I know I'm on the precipice of greatness, and I'm knocking on greatness's door, I'm a go-for-it guy. I want to kick it down, right? Well, now nobody, literally nobody can complain that Liberty Media is cheap, that they won't spend the money to keep their guys, this, that, and the other. I understand the Freddie thing still leaves a bad taste in people's mouth. That's not all on the brave side. There's plenty of Freddie and his agent side that takes some, that bears some responsibility in that as well. Not blaming all of that on, I think there was just a lot of miscommunication. But you look at getting Riley, getting a Michael Harris, right? And and we've completely also 
blown up what I think has been the single dumbest narrative in sports is, oh, well, we have to leave him in the minors because, you know, we need controllable years. We need arbitration years. Well, no real good player worth this salt you have to worry about going through arbitration. They're not doing it with Riley. They didn't do it with Ronnie. They didn't do it with Ozzie. They haven't done it with Riley. They still have three years available of arbitration for Riley. The, the Angels didn't do it with Mike Trout. When guys come up and they look like they're going to be part of the franchise for the long term, you don't monkey around. That is what cheap organizations will do, is wait, 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 wait. Now, people are going to say, well, they've done it with Dansby. Because I think there are questions about what's the value. And up until this year, there were questions about whether or not Dansby should get a long-term contract. I don't care that he is from Marietta High School, local kid, and all that kind of stuff. Is he worth giving a big contract to? So I'm not mad that I'm, I mean, look, I've said before, I don't think they're going to re-sign Dansby to a long-term contract. I think he's going to price himself out of what they want to, what they want to pay him. And he's not going to take a hometown discount. Why should he? He's in the prime of his career. This is his chance to cash in big time. He's not 21 years old. He's been around for a while. And he's probably about to win his first gold glove. He's having a terrific offensive year, doing everything he could ask. He's an elite defender. He's going to get paid a crap ton of money. And I personally think that my gut, if you're asking me my gut, it tells me it's going to be with somebody else. But he has completely changed the culture about what this team can and cannot do when it comes to what their roster is. And if you think about what the competition is, you know, Thomas Dimitrov was the overseer of the greatest era of Falcons football ever, right? He did a lot of really good things. He drafted the most important player in the history of the Falcons organization. He drafted the guy who might be the best player in the history of the Falcons organization in Julio Jones. He also made the best free agent signing in the history of the Falcons in Michael Turner. And, and I, I always have to do this, okay? Abraham was a trade. Tony Gonzalez was a trade. So don't text me either one of those names. They were both trades. They were not free agent signings. We traded for both of those guys. I always have to clear that up because first thing is, oh, Tony Gonzalez was better. No, he wasn't a free agent. Michael Turner is the best free agent signing in the history of this organization. But his drafting, as it moved along, left a lot to be desired. About halfway through his tenure, his drafting and being able to build a roster left a lot to be desired. And when it started falling off a cliff, it started falling off a cliff. You know, the Danny Ferry into Mike Budenholzer era of Hawks basketball, putting together that 60-win team. Problem is, that team was not built to last for very long. They were, they were a complete flash in the pan, and that's it. Schlenk's doing some good things, but I don't know that I would tell you that, you know, obviously they haven't had the consistent success of the Hawks. And the Braves, by the way, I know a lot of people point at, at Sureholtz. I'll I tell you, the t- I, and I've said this a million times before, the two guys that deserve massive credit for getting this organization on the right track in the late 80s to early 90s is Bobby Cox and Paul Snyder. That's the two backbone pieces to having built the Braves roster because that's Glavin and Chipper and the development of all those guys. Bobby Cox, when he was the general manager, and Paul Snyder 
who was the, the scout and the director and all that and player development. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And all that stuff. So 404-741-0929. Is Alex Anthopoulos the best general manager that we've seen in Atlanta sports? Let's head out to Duke out in College Park. What's going on, Duke? John, listen, I hear everything you're saying about Alex, and I agree. He's done a great job coming out the gate, Braves are winning. But until you put together the type of run that shareholders did put together, until you can give me an extended period of time, show me that you can do it for the long term, I'm going to stick with John shareholders. Well, and I understand. Here's the thing, too. Understand, shareholders inherited the 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 beginning of the Braves friend. Like, Sherholtz didn't build anything here, per se. He signed Maddox and all that, but he inherited what Bobby Cox and Paul Snyder had put together, which led to, that was Glavin and drafting Chipper and and all of that stuff. And, and I understand, listen, Sherholtz obviously had a massive amount of success for a long period of time. But I think you have to give credit to Bobby Cox and Paul Snyder for laying the foundation of what the Braves became. Those are the two guys that really laid the foundation. They were already winning when they brought Sherholz in. I give him all the credit in the world because he kept it on track and he continued to, you know, obviously make the moves and stuff. So I get that. I understand. I, I mean, again, I can, underst- I can understand picking John Sherholz. I just think that when we talk about Sherholz, you have to give Bobby Cox and Paul Snyder a ton of credit for laying the foundation and building what this organization was. And so, again... I think what Alex then thought, because again, too, let's be honest. When Sherholz was here, who owned the team? That was Ted, right? And they weren't handcuffed or anything like that. There was no corporate talk or anything like that. There, there, was, no, there was no talk about Liberty Media tying up hands or this, that, and the other. If you needed somebody, you went and got them. When Ted was running the club, that was the great thing about having Ted, right? When you needed something, you went and got it. You didn't have to talk about payroll or hamstrung or, you know, self-imposed salary caps and things like that. Anthopolis blew that out of the water because they're going to be a $200 million payroll. They're going to be a top five or six payroll. You know, that was easy to do back in the old days when Ted had the club because, you know, you could write the check for whatever you needed. Tougher now when... The organization that owns and owns the team has stockholders to answer to. And that may be fair or unfair or what have you, but that's why I say he's completely blown away the narrative of what the Braves can and cannot do. Because I've criticized him in the past, you know, for, hey, why aren't we in the mix for this guy? You know, the Mookie Betts thing. I was like, why are we not in the mix to go get Mookie Betts? Well, you know, Chuck, we cost a lot of money. Who cares? You know, two years ago, he beat us. You know, we weren't in the World Series a couple of years ago because of that guy. And he was out there running around, making catches, hitting balls, doing this, doing that. You know, and that was their World Series championship led by him. And look, it hasn't been perfect by any stretch of the imagination, right? 
hadn't been perfect. The Marcelo Zuna contract, in hindsight now, and I understand at the time why they did it, but my fear, and I remember Jarvis and I, we used to talk about this all the time, was my fear about Ozuna was which guy am I getting? Yeah, it's great when he's hitting well and all this kind of stuff, and he's doing the, the chop thing in the pandemic years, 60 games. I got myself in shape for it and all that kind of stuff. But since then, it's been nothing. And you have two years at $32 million, which thankfully is not any kind of backbreak or anything like that. But it's one of those things that you're kind of stuck with a bad contract. So, look, I understand, uh, you know, a couple people have said on the uh, Twitter page uh, that Sherholtz, um, I can understand that. I just think that one of the things that – I think that Bobby and Paul Snyder should get the credit for laying the foundation of what became with the Braves, that run in the 90s, because that's the two guys that really laid the foundation. Sherholtz picked it up and absolutely ran with it and kept this thing going and kept it on the tracks and was able to go out and make the moves. But we never we never had that discussion when Ted owned the club about they've got a self-imposed cap or they can't spend any money here or they can't do this. You know, it was, Ted, have another scotch. I'm going to go sign me another guy. Right? And they, and they went and picked up all kinds of guys for all of it. So it, it is an interesting discussion because – I mean, I think in a lot of ways, it, for a lot of people, it does come down to what Sherholtz and what Alex Anthopoulos have done for the Braves organization. Let's grab Philip uh, out in Ackworth quick before we get to uh, the break. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, go ahead, buddy. Appreciate you, man. Hey, yeah. Hey, you and I had a conversation, I don't know, it's been a while, like five or six years ago when the Braves were basically – tanking and I remember you weren't a fan of it and uh, and it kind of dovetails into what we're talking about tonight but um, you know we did get Freed and Dansby Swanson out of when we did that and so you make good points about Bobby Cox laying the foundation for Sherholtz um, and I think there were some good foundational pieces built in the teardown to to, to get to, to uh, Anthopolis now and, and I well, love what Anthopolis and, is and, doing. And He's to, locking, locking in these guys. Well, but let, let me, there's let, always going to be an overlap. Yeah, let me piggyback off what you're saying because there is definitely some um, uh, the, the guy who got who's the guy that got suspended uh, that was here before. Um, yeah, the bald, bald uh, yeah. guy from Notre Dame. Yeah. I can't remember his name. But but to your point, you know, he's the guy who went and got Ozzy and Ronnie and those guys. You know, he's the That's guy right. who. He's the guy who brought those guys in. Because remember what their strategy was. They went on the international market to go get their hitters, and they would draft all of their – they'd use the draft for their pitchers, and they'd go in the international pool to go get players like Ronnie and Ozzy and people like that. And and so – oh, God, I'm trying to think. Who uh, – uh, John Copalella. So John Copalella. Yeah, Copalella, that's yeah. right. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. He made, you're right. I mean, he made some of those foundational pieces that's where they got some of those pieces from. So I'm I'm with you that that more than just double A, 
What I give Double A credit for is he's knocked down the wall of what the Braves are and are not able to do as far as from the Liberty Media perspective. Well, that's exactly right. So he's making this a sustainable model right. with with the cards that he's dealt, dealing with the whole corporate structure, which uh, I, I think is really amazing that he has the foresight to do that. And, you know, taking a team that can't compete with the Dodgers and the Yankees on the, the total payroll, but making it sustainable over a longer period of time. Yeah. And, and I did just want to bring that to your No, that's, that that's, that's, too, a, that. that's a good point. That's a good point. I appreciate the phone call. Because um, it is. He's building a model that – they can keep this thing. Look, Michael Harris is already a $9 million player in Major League Baseball. He's already a $9 million player. I mean, I know his. I know next year it's five, then it goes to 12. And all, but I'm saying his average is nine. He's already a $9 million player. If you're a gold glove caliber defensive center fielder, you're a $9 million player in today's baseball world. I don't care if you hit like Buddy Bianca Lana. You play gold glove defense in center field, you're a $9 million player in today's game. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.